Thank you for tuning in to Prophecy to the Nation on Melo's podcast. We're back again. Set your not- notifications and also share this podcast with your family, friends, coworkers. I love to have them listen and and to be be a part of this podcast. Also, um, when you come onto the podcast, if you could truly help me by liking the podcast. You should be able to like your favorite ones that you listen to so far. It just goes and it just helps build up the platform. So if you, after the podcast is over, um, if you could just hit like and share, um, it just helps move this podcast up the ladder from other podcasters. So I'd appreciate you guys if you do that from now on. If you just, if there's one show that you like, just push uh, the like button after you, we uh, get off air. You may be able to do it on air, but I don't think so. I think you have to do it when you get off. Um, I really would appreciate that. Um, we're going to get started today. We have started to, this evening. We have a lot of things to cover. So with that being said, we're going to have like a little commercial, maybe a little music in between. I'm trying not to keep you long. So I hope your Tuesday evening is going well. If you can hear me, please give me a thumbs up and let me know where you're listening from. You can put your flag emoji up. And I appreciate that. Now we'll pray from wherever you're listen, listening from. Okay. I'm getting used to being on the podcast now. I'm starting to get a little bit more comfortable. So you guys bear with me. Good evening, Saints. This is Pastor Mark Miller. I pray that all is well and all is doing well during these times that we are in. Hold not unto your own understanding, but hold on to his understanding. I know that we're out there and we're going through things. And 2020 has just been a unbelievable year of ups and downs and more downs than maybe ups it feels but i'm here just to tell you saints to hold on in jesus mighty name and with that being said i'm going to read the lord's prayer from matthew 6 9 through 13 amen and it reads our father which art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thy kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Hi, my name is Crystal Harris, and this is my husband Trey, and we are the owners of Cause Body Collection. We specialize in bath and body products such as bar soaps, shower gels, and whipped body butter. Our products are made with no synthetic cleansers, and our whipped body butter is made from all hard and soft oils. We handcraft this right here in Temple, Texas. Uh, to find us online, follow us on Facebook. Our page is called Cause Body Collection. And for more information, contact us via email at info at causebody.com. Okay, and you can spell cause. That is K-A-U-Z, cause, small business in Texas. I actually like their products, all natural 
So um, I'm gonna be you as time goes on, as the podcast is growing, I'm gonna be playing little commercials. If you would like to advertise with me, um, you can inbox me um, right on Profit to the Nation, Autumn Miller on Facebook, and we can uh, set up a meeting time. Okay, and you can pot, you can um, advertise your business, your whatever you got going on. We can get it on the air for you because it travels all around the world. Amen. Y'all ready to get started? Let's get it started with Pastor Anthony Martin. I wanted to share some of his good teachings on tonight as the Lord led me to do so. If there's ever a time to get godly perspectives, now is the time. It's time to focus our attention on God. We can't make it without Him, that's for sure. You can do it. Come on, let's get focused. Welcome. Focus Life Perspectives, where we discuss topics that are relevant for spiritual and practical living. With me, your host, Anthony Martin. Come on, let's get started. Hey, how are you out there? I hope all is well with you and yours. We're doing okay on this end, except for the question of what it means to recognize God. That's something that has been in my heart lately. And I have prayers out there. I'm sure that you do as well. And hey, God, listen, we need you to show up. We need a sign of some sort, maybe a word that you can speak through someone to just let us know you're listening. And that's something that has really been resonating with me lately. I want to recognize God, not only in the grand sweeping gestures or the big things or that which is lofty or high. I need to see God in my everyday life. And that's my prayer. Lately, I've been praying, hey, God, show me yourself in my daily practical life, because oftentimes in the church, we're looking for something monumentous, something large or something really spectacular to happen to assure us that God is listening to our prayers. He hears us. And for me, that's what I've been praying. Hey, God, I just want to see you in the simplicity of earthly life, not only in the deep spiritual things, when I spend that time in worship and prayer and study of the word. But sometimes I believe that the answer to many of the prayers that I pray is standing right in front of me. God could send it a certain way, and maybe I'm expecting him to answer me another kind of way. We can never limit God or box him in concerning what he wants to do. And sometimes I believe that that's what I've been doing. So I just want to be transparent. That's what this whole Focus Life Perspectives podcast is all about. These episodes is about connecting one with the other so that we can tackle some of these tough areas. We can unpack some of these areas that really need to be addressed within the church because there are a lot of people who may be having trouble trying to connect God's answer to their prayers. They don't see the practicality or the simplicity that's in Christ in their everyday life. And that's where we have to address these particular subjects because it's about focusing spiritually and practically. We live out a a physical existence and God is very much interested in what goes on in our daily lives. And oftentimes the answer is coming right to us in our daily travels. It could be through a text message someone sends you It could be through a stranger that just says, hey, I want you to know that God loves you, that you're special. Do you know that that's God reaching out to you 
to talk to you about something you and him have shared in close quarters, in your prayer time, in private. God seeks to do something openly based on what you discuss privately with him. He can show up in any way. However, for, and at least for me, I know there are times that I tend to box God in or limit him to a specific way I think that he should answer my prayers. So that's what we're going to talk about. Sit tight and let's spend the next few moments discussing what it means to recognize God. So I have a passage of scripture for you. And if you are unable to read it at this time, we'll read it. You listen to it. Go back and look at it in your own time. If you're able to open your Bible, maybe on your phone, your tablet, or if you actually have a copy of the Bible, go on and open it. We're going to read a particular passage that shows how someone can really miss God right in front of them because they may not agree with how he's packaging the answer. All right, let's take a look at Matthew chapter 13, verses 53 through 57. Now it came to pass when Jesus had finished these parables that he departed from there. When he had come to his own country, he taught them in their synagogue so that they were astonished and said, Where did this man get this wisdom and these mighty works? Is this not the carpenter's son? Is not his mother called Mary and his brothers James, Hoseas, Simon, and Judas? And his sisters, are they not all with us? Where did this man get all these things? So they were offended at him. Now, isn't that something? These five verses illustrates exactly the kind of thing that happens today. We look for God in a particular way, and when we don't see it in the way we think we should see it or the way he should show it, we get offended. We get bothered. It's happened to me occasionally. I prayed. I said, hey, God, I really need your help. And then time goes by. I don't see the help. I'm not hearing anything. And in my mind, it appears that maybe God has some other plan. He didn't really hear me. So I prayed again and again. I keep calling on him and saying, hey, God, I need your help. But God may have answered that prayer a long time ago, and I couldn't see it. I didn't recognize it because I was thinking it should come or show up in a particular way. And that's what happens sometimes. And I need to say this to be a bit facetious. We try to get deep and so super spiritual and the answers to our prayers show up right in front of us. And here I go back to a text message that someone sent me three days ago. And they were sharing something with me that God had put on their heart. And there was my answer. I didn't see it in the text. I thought it should come down from the clouds. Or he should give it to me in a still, small or soft voice. I should hear it in my spirit. All these deep things. God can show up. All we have to do is recognize that it's him. And that's the trouble we're having, making the connection. And it was obvious in this particular passage that we finished reading that they didn't accept the fact that God was sending an answer through the carpenter's son. They were questioning where he received all of this wisdom. and They were naming his relatives because they saw Jesus in one context. And God was trying to reveal Jesus in another context. And that's what happened. They could not open their minds and hearts to what God wanted to do 
And as a result, they became offended. So with that being said, what can we take away from this particular lesson today, this episode? That's to be careful not to look for God in the contexts that we think he should show up in. He can use whoever he wants to bring an answer to us. He can work right within the details of our practical lives. He doesn't need this grand sweeping gesture to happen. A wind doesn't have to blow through our window. God, you could be listening, watching TV, and all of a sudden you turn to a station and there is a Christian broadcast or some other kind of inspirational message that he chooses to send your way. You could be sitting in church and all of a sudden the person sitting next to you says, listen, I just want to share with you that God loves you. It could happen through the sermon, through a song, something you hear on your Pandora rotation when you're in your car. God can answer. Now, the question is, are we always in tune? Are we open to hear him? Or are we boxing him into the contexts that we think he should show up in? He may not answer you as soon as you finish praying. He may not give you the answer tomorrow or next week. But look for God. Listen out for him. He will show up. And that's the thing I've been challenged with lately. I don't know about you, but I have to be transparent. That's something that has really been challenging me. I have some prayers out there and I'm saying, hey, God, I know you hear me. I like to journal. I do a lot of writing and I just have moments of reflection and time with God getting centered. So I'm looking for him to answer. It's just as if you were asking someone a question that was standing right in front of you and the person didn't say anything. You say, well, didn't you hear me? I'm asking you a question and you expect a response. God will respond. But what I'm learning is to be patient, to be still, to wait on him, and most of all, to be open, because I don't know how God will choose to show up and or answer my prayers. And in the passage that we just finished reading, Matthew chapter 13, verses 53 through 57, you have to take a look at that when you get the opportunity, they missed Jesus. They were in the synagogue and Jesus was teaching. How do you miss God from the synagogue? And let's bring it over to where we are today. We're sitting right in Sunday gathering, that is right in the church service, and miss God. Not focused on what's being taught, the sermon, what type of songs are being sung. To really reach out to minister to us, we're distracted. Our minds are all over the place. We're thinking about where we have to go when service is over what's going on in our lives, we're stressed, we have problems, and God is saying right in the synagogue, right in the Sunday gathering, or midweek Bible study, here's the answer. A lot of times we're distracted, and it's apparent here in this particular passage that they had one context that they were seeing Jesus in, and they didn't hear the teaching. Oh, they heard the wisdom that was coming from him, but they didn't want to accept who it was coming from, Mary's son. They named his relatives, as we stated earlier. This can happen, and this is the mistake that we don't want to make today. So God loves you, cares about you, and he's definitely heard every one of your prayers. Now, what we must take away from this particular episode is to recognize him in the details of our daily lives. When you pray, say, hey, God, I'm, I want to be open to you in Jesus' name. However you want to reveal yourself, the ways you want to speak to me, the messages you want to get across, 
whether it's reading your word, whether it's through prayer, whether it's through worship, a song, a text, we take the limits off of you right now in Jesus' name. This has been very encouraging. I truly needed it. I hope it's been a blessing to you. God bless, and we'll talk again soon. Well, all right, this has been another episode of Focus Life Perspectives. And until next time, continue to go forward. Keep your eye. Okay, let's go to the next one, guys. One second. One second. Hey, I was thinking about the passage of John 16:33, when Jesus said, These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. But be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. Now the word tribulation, it looks different for everybody. What you may experience, I may not experience. What I experience, you may not experience. But tribulation is something that Jesus talked about. And I want to encourage you today to remember to keep your head up. I don't care what is coming your way, what's trying to pull you down, whether it's troubling emotions or those unwanted thoughts, or maybe it's just temptation to the thing that you know God doesn't want you connected to. Even in that, that's a type of tribulation. But you're going to come through. It's not going to always be this way. It's not going to always look this way. I know you hear it. I hear it. We all hear it. That, hey, it's going to be okay. Keep your faith in the Lord. When the truth is, no one's always on top. Right now, you may be doing well. You may not feel a need for this type of inspiration. But you're going to have a season. There's going to come a time where you're going to pop this in, you're going to pull it up, and you're going to need it. So I want to encourage you, whoever you are, you keep your head up. You continue in the race. It's not over. The race is not given to the swift, nor the battle to the strong. He or she that endures until the end. You keep holding on. You don't quit because it's not an option. You have a wonderful Lord and Savior who's on your side. No matter what type of tribulation you're experiencing at this moment, it will get better. It has to get better. You will get better. And you may be saying to yourself, I don't know. This looks pretty bad. I've been in this situation a long time. Let me share this with you. In the Bible, there was a woman who had an infirmity 12 years. That's a long time to be carrying an illness. And yet, in one final moment of desperation, she reached for Jesus. Now, she was only able to grab hold of the hem of his garment. That is the bottom part of his clothing. But that was enough to the point where Jesus said, Who touched me? He knew that something special had left him as virtue. It was the woman's desperation in reaching for Jesus where he said, 
who touched me. He knew who she was. That wasn't a question for Jesus. He knows who you are. Your tears, they have touched him. Your prayers have touched him. Don't ever think that it's all a waste. You keep reaching for Jesus. And he will say, who touched me? He will come see about you. Don't give up. Don't bend to the weight of your circumstances. Every day you keep going. I don't care how hard it gets. I don't care how difficult the path is. Jesus knows who you are. You keep reaching for him. Don't reach in desperation for anything else. Reach for Jesus. God bless. Is an awesome God. I was was all up in that. Amen. Our God is an awesome God. He from heaven above with wisdom power and love our god is an awesome god i might have to play that on here tonight <laughs> do you ever have moments where you feel the presence of god so strong in your heart where you just want to close off and connect with him spend that quality time where it's just you and him. Those are the moments that are very dear and precious because God is attempting to reach us and he knows how to do that because we have an inward knowing, an inward conviction by way of the Holy Spirit. And when you start to feel those promptings from God, go on and give in to those promptings because he is attempting to fellowship with you. God wants to connect. And oftentimes, we open our Bibles, we carve out time in prayer and worship. That is, we go to Him. But then there are those moments where you feel that nudge in your heart. That's God saying, hey, let's fellowship. Yes, that's Him saying, let's spend some quality time together. He initiated the contact. He initiated the fellowship. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever reached out to someone that was on your heart? maybe through a text message or a phone call because you were thinking about them. You wanted to see how they were doing. Well, God's that way. You are always on his heart. You are always in his thoughts. How precious are your thoughts to me, O God, the psalmist said. If I should count them, they are more in number than the sand. And just like you and I have thoughts and feelings toward people that we love, And we reach out to them just to say that we love them for no reason at all, just to see how they're doing. Hey, listen, God's the same way. He doesn't need a reason. You are the reason. And he loves you very much. I was thinking about Moses and how he was drawn to a bush that was burning. There was a light coming from it that was illuminating. And he wanted to see what that light was all about. God was drawing Moses. He's drawing you. You have that light on the inside of you. And every time God flips the switch, that is the light in you. He is saying, I want to spend time with you. So go on and give in to those promptings because God is drawing you. And in that drawing, you're going to connect with him and something special is going to happen. And you're going to say, you're all I want. You're all I ever needed. Help me know that you are near. 
because I am lost without you, O oh God. I am desperate for you. Come on, hear yourself say it. I am lost without you.
We're getting ready to um, close, but I wanted I wanted to play one of my favorites in Spanish, Waymaker. One, two, three. Tú estás aquí, Transformando destinos, te adoro a ti, te adoro a ti. Te amo, mi quiso, Dios de milagros, queda sus promesas, luz de la oscuridad, mi Dios es quien eres tú. Te amo, mi quiso, Dios de milagros. Quedan sus promesas, luz de la oscuridad, mi Dios, es quien eres tú. Tú estás aquí, haciendo milagros, te adoro a ti, te adoro a ti. Tú estás aquí, haciendo milagros. Te amo, mi quiso, Dios de milagros, vela sus promesas, luz de la oscuridad, mi Dios, es quien eres tú. Te amo, mi quiso, Dios de milagros, vela sus promesas, luz de la oscuridad, mi Dios, es quien eres tú. Aunque yo no lo veo, tú reinas. Aunque yo no lo siento, tú reinas, tú reinas por la eternidad. Tú reinas por la eternidad. Aunque yo no lo veo, tú reinas. Aunque yo no lo siento, tú reinas, tú reinas por la eternidad. Tú reinas por la eternidad. Aunque yo no lo veo. Promesas, luz de la oscuridad, mi Dios, es 
guys you probably hear the dog in the background i'm so sorry i'm so sorry i wanted to play this before we left this holiday at t-mobile get an iphone we want to um i wanted to bring this up to you this is the right one hold on guys
So what I'm doing now, guys, I'm just playing a couple more songs. Somebody asked me to play some songs. Some of us play more. If if you want to stay on, you can stay on. If you want to hop off, hop off. But uh, I wanted to play a few more uh, songs for this individual. And I hope you guys enjoy. To do a cover of Chris Tomlin's At the Cross. Here we go. Zoe Grace.
I'm just closing out. I'm just playing a couple songs. If you want to watch the beginning of the podcast, you can do that. All right. Yeah. The first words out of the doctor's mouth. Yep.
在当中。Takes a minute for this to uh, connect. Give me one second. I said, "Okay, see you later." One second, guys. I'm sorry. Stop your love, and you will wage a war. Try to take everything you gave your life for, and you would come running. You tear down every wall. All the while you're shouting, my love, you had it all. Can you consume me?
for tuning in we will catch you next time sorry you caught me late catch the replay i love you all